2: Greetings and salutations, our good people. My name is Kimar. My name is Bianni. And we are coming at you live for...
1: It's Relational.
2: Recently, we had a segment where we had a single, you know, young woman come on and kind of give her perspective on, you know, relationships and how it affected her, how she's going about it. Because it, as important as it is to have a couple's perspective on a relationship, it's just as important to have a single's person's perspective because they're the next step in order to get into our relationship yeah so we figured instead of just having the woman alone we said you know let's have a guy as well right nanny
1: yes so we have options you exactly. know and just understand um both the single woman's perspective and the single uh guy's perspective yes and just know that okay no matter where they are in just building a relationship with someone or not you know, just understanding their mindset and how they go about it.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, I want to introduce our special guest for this episode, and this guest is is really near and dear to Danny and I, Danny and I heart, or me and Danny heart. Um, it's so much that can be said. Um, the 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 relationship spans so far. You know, we're looking at you know almost ten plus years of just rolling together. And you know sometimes the bonds that you really create is is just it, it's it's something that you can't even talk about. It's like unfathomable.
1: Yeah, it's unbreakable. Yep, unbreakable um, bonds. And not Alicia Keys have a song like that, you know. Unbreakable. No, it's unforgettable. What? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, who says yes. nice this? Oh, it's my <laughs> Yo man. Yo, man, you gotta back
0: up.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh man, oh, so we we'll, we'll 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 act like that didn't happen. But, you know, this young man that I have coming on is you know, really near and dear to my heart in particular. We met in the military, if I'm not mistaken. No, I'm not mistaken. I know it's not. We met in the 69th uh, Regiment here in uh, New York State. Um, you know, have been rolling together ever since. And it's become one of those, you know, friends like family, but family like family like family like family, right? So full access, he has the keys to come to you know, our house at any time, and he didn't even know it. But, you know, he, I think he's just probably learning about that right now. But anyway, <laughs> Me you know, too. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, the same thing, like he's not driving our vehicles, like it don't matter, like that's how deep this relationship is. You know, we took the relationship on from a personal level, even to a deeper level on the business. And, you know, we, you know, we're LLC members together as well. You know, um, we'll, we'll, we'll probably get into that. We'll see depending on time if we can do that. But, you know, just somebody who I hold really near and dear to my heart. So. When I say brother, it's not, oh, yo, bro, yo, brother. It's like brother, like real brother, right? So without any further ado, I've talked about him a lot. You know, I got to just bring him to the stage. I got to bring him to the mic. Without any further ado, I'd like to bring up, and then we military, so, you know, I'm going to do my best to call him by his first name. Here is Mr. Richard, (laughs) because I was going to say your last name, but...
1: (laughs) Welcome, Richard. Welcome.
2: Hey, how you
3: guys doing? What's going on? Everybody that's tuned in, that's listening, how's everything going? Uh, if you guys don't know me, as Kamar and Vianney introduced, my name is Richard. But because, you know, Kamar and I have served <laughs> together in the military, we tend to go by last name. So if he slips up and tends to call me Simo, which is my last name, he's still talking about me as in Richard. So what's going on? Thank you guys for having
2: me. Absolutely, man. Yeah. Thank you for coming on with us. I mean, I know this was easy for you kind of like oh what's going on what you need i am out like that's what we love like we, the relationship is always no questions asked i got you and mm-hmm. it, it's just that way with us you know that's a whole nother relationship that we, we could dive into but we're not here for that what we are actually here for is just to kind of learn a little bit more perspective on your end because obviously you're a single young guy here in well you mentioned where you are at specifically um in new york city but we're gonna learn a little bit about you so for the for the people because uh, we know you like the back of our hand, side of our hand, front of our hand, you know, my whole spiel. <laughs> Where do you currently live? How young are you? Do you have kids? And, you know, what do you do for a career?
3: All right. So how you guys doing? So currently I was born and raised in Queens, Queens, New York. I still continue to this very day live in Queens, New York. I'm 26 years old. At this moment in time, I do not have children.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: And as what I do full time, I work for the federal government. And then, like I mentioned before, I still currently serve in the military. You know, Kamar left me. (laughs) You know, it's okay. That's what I do part-time in the the New
2: York Army National Guard. All right, look at this. Look at this. It's a well, well refined and polished young man here.
1: I know, making that paper. (laughs) Mm.
2: You know, I asked him for a dollar. He gives me a hundred. I love this guy. (laughs) So, you know, he said, you know, he's in Queens. You know, we love Queens. You know, we originally from the Bronx but originally, well from the Bronx so we always pay homage to you know Queens because it has our heart as being in Queens now yeah, Queens uh, and is awesome. we love the Bronx too because you know that's where we met you know although we're not native to Queens or the Bronx you know we still got to give it it's kudos because the Bronx is where we met but you know it's all good it's all good so Simo thank you for enlightening us on a little bit on you so I have a couple questions to ask you as as my bro ham as my brother and I know you're going to give me my your honest. Feedback. So, this is going to be exciting. Now, with being single as long as you have, can you tell me how long have you been single, I guess, to date? Like, how long have you been single?
3: <sighs> man, that's how long it's been. Uh, so, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, I have been single since 2013 when I graduated high school. That's how long we've been Wait, 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 wait.
2: At the time of recording, this is October 9th? October 9th twenty twenty one. That's correct. Twenty twenty one, and two thousand and thirteen. That's correct. So eight years. Wow. wow, this man is single almost as long as we married.
1: Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> Who's that's crazy? Uh,
2: can I enter whose man's is this? Because wow, that's
1: a long time. Yeah, it's a long time to be single. Yeah, but you know you okay bro i'm great <laughs> live it, live it life. right it's a personal choice to be single you know, you know? seven eight years yeah because there are things that you want to work on for your own thing like yeah, your own self all, yeah, right, all right, yeah see
2: it's funny because when you do these you know these talks you know you think you know your people then but Clearly, I, I didn't know seven, eight years. you right
1: question. That's why. Clearly.
2: So next year, I'm going to ask you if you're single again. <laughs> you <laughs> so never know. He so may be married
1: me. with children. <laughs> so you're asking a months. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. He may be married with children. Oh,
2: my God. Wow. Okay. So I feel like some of the questions I would ask you really are, they're not, they're too mature for the time where you, you know, might have gotten out of your relationship. But because my next question was, how long was your last relationship? but that was high school. Correct. So, you know, although we're a high school sweethearts, we're not really, like, we didn't really take it as serious in high school. And not that, you know, people in high school don't take their relationships as serious, but the the severity factor isn't as high as, you know, a, a, a collegiate, you know, couple or a couple out of college. So I guess in high school, how long was your last, you know, relationship?
3: All right, so let me just put it into perspective and break it down. So my last
0: exclusive
3: official relationship was 2013 that was eight years ago when i was with my ex at that time we were together for two years It just you know it didn't work out um at that adolescent age what do you really know about love what do you really know about the world and the person you're becoming right and so we were going to two separate colleges and we decided that it just didn't work out right and we just we're going our different ways our different life paths if you will and throughout my life path of going to college, joining the military, of course you have other women that you date. But in my perspective, I never considered them exclusive girlfriends—just people that I was getting to know. So, in terms of experience, dating those people and seeing where things can go has shaped who I've become today. Mm-hmm. It's helped me grow and learn a lot about myself. Right. And in learning a lot about myself, it's the reason why to this day I am single. Because I always say that I'm still a work in progress. True.
2: True. True. True um wow you know and I hope um to any of the women that you probably dated don't take offense that you know you wasn't a real relationship to them but
1: yeah you know sometimes sometimes (laughs) it's just like what we said before yes it's just a little (laughs) red stop a little pit stop on your way to your journey and sometimes it's like that you know because you don't you didn't you weren't able to develop a deep connection I or develop I'll probably say like a speed bump maybe a speed bump <laughs> going 25 miles an hour <laughs> who knows who knows oh who knows? man so yeah you didn't build any deep connection with those people and sure. I don't know if you allow the time to build that or if you were open to even building that that's that's a different thing if you're not even open to building a deep relationship with them how can it even flourish into an exclusive you know relationship
2: yeah, yeah. Um, I guess my piggyback question to that would be, you know, even though as it was, you you were very young during the time. What did you learn over the course of that relationship?
3: Wow, that's a that's a really good question. If anything,
2: I know it was a very you know young juvenile stage. So you know, let me know.
3: I had to learn uh, perspective.
2: I mm. had to learn
3: that the way that I thought at that moment in time, I felt as though I was mature, mm-hmm. but really. I was immature, and it took a lot of time to realize that at that moment in life, because I didn't know what relationships really entailed or what it was like to go through a much more mature relationship, it taught me the value of patience Mm. and understanding, and at that age, I felt like even though I thought I was selfless, I was very selfish, and I felt as though it was all about what I wanted. I could never see the perspective of what my ex at the time wanted. And so it caused unwarranted rifts in the relationship that we both didn't need to have. Mm. And so after that, I found that I needed to grow. Right. After, you know, depending on everybody's different, but for me personally, within that relationship, I had a lot of growing pains.
2: Right. So it was a lot of
3: things at that moment in my life, which I'm not going to dive too deep into, mm-hmm. but going through, I guess you could say, adversity and hardships, it showed me that at that moment in time, I wasn't prepared to commit Mm. to another relationship because Mm. I saw it myself. I had a lot of growing up to do. So all of those various people that I dated up until the present day, through each person that I was with, it showed me a new perspective within myself. Mm. And as we say in the military, adjusting fires. (laughs) So with each person I was with, it, it brought a new version of me out, but it, in each one of those unique relationships, right. it showed me what I wanted versus what I didn't want. Mm. And in
1: that, it helped me work on myself. Wow, that, that was a deep answer. Activating. Activating. <laughs> and that's great that you came to that realization. Right. It takes true courage as a man to understand. Well, that, heck yeah, <laughs> Yeah, it takes true courage as a man to understand that you needed work. And it takes a uh, high level of responsibility. Don't and we have a cadence? Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> don't we
3: have a cadence? You know, hard work. I forgot how I it think go. we do, but yeah, I don't do. remember it off the top of my head. All I remember is exactly, just the hard
2: work, work, yeah, yeah. Work, work. All right, we're I not here for that. We're it. not gonna make this <laughs> a, a military podcast, but you know, cadence is life in, in the in the military. Absolutely. Cadence is life.
3: Very motivational. Oh
2: my gosh, you know, I hear the choppers hovering, but we're gonna leave that alone because um, that's a, that's a, that's another nice cadence, but um
1: yes my bad I cut you off (laughs) yeah you guys went left (laughs) when we go right (laughs) so um like I was saying it takes a high level of responsibility to to see the faults in yourself and to know that during that time of your relationship that you did have that you were being selfish instead of being selfless instead of um being able to compromise with the other person because you never know maybe she was given and you weren't seeing it because you weren't open to receiving it absolutely you know what I mean And that's good that you were able to stop it because if you continued on and not realize where you've been going wrong, you could have hurt the next person. And then continuously hurting yourself because you're not allowing yourself to be able to have that connectivity of having a true, wholesome relationship with someone that you can fall in love with and just be one with, you know? But now as you're growing and developing, wow, the next girl, she's going to be going away.
2: And you know it.
1: I know you're gonna be mine But she's gonna get vetted though.
2: She's gonna get vetted though. You know, she gotta come. She's dinner. gonna be blown away. She gotta have dinner with the Johnson's person. So we gotta evaluate her to make sure, you know, she's good because <laughs> ain't nobody gonna stress out my boy.
1: Appreciate that. I appreciate that. Yeah. yeah, of course. Um, so if your former significant other wanted to make amends and just work things out, like would you? Now, and if so, why or why not?
3: In terms of that question, you're referring to my ex from eight years ago? I'm assuming NX, so.
1: I'm assuming so. Your ex so, from eight years ago or any ex, <laughs> any ex that you may, you know, you could be out and about in Queens, right? And then Bam. you see Shodia at the train station, you know, where she may pull up and you're walking and she like, what's up, Richard? How you doing?
2: No, I don't like, I don't like that scenario. <laughs> I don't but, know. But, 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 but let's just say, let's just start for example purposes. The one from 2013. Let's start with her. And then yeah. if there's any other notable mention, you can go ahead and mention that. Okay. So when
3: I get back
2: with her, if I ran into this ex of mine, mm-hmm. and
3: it's wow, a really good question. Um, I'm going to say I wouldn't get back. Fair. You know, the reason being is because like we've previously discussed on several occasions outside of this wonderful podcast. Right. Who I was eight years ago is not who I am today. So the way that I view the world today, my perception and my way of thinking, plus the maturity, I wasn't thinking that way so many years ago. Right. And I find that I've grown. So the person who I may have been in love with at that time, throughout this eight year journey of not communicating, I don't know who this new person is that she's become. Right. And who's to say that I don't know if I just wanted the old version. Of
2: mm. And in
3: relationships, it's about accepting. And I think that for me in this moment in time, it's like you're learning a new person all over again. Very true. You know, and I look at it like I remember you for who you are. You remember me for who I am. But it's like do we want that constant battle of seeing Mm. this new version of us. And I'm a firm believer in you have to accept someone for who they are. But you also have to understand that sometimes an ex is an ex for a reason. We didn't work for a reason. Right. And it doesn't have to be bloodshed. It doesn't have to be ill will. Right. Right. No negativity. Right. But we understand that we had that chapter in our lives. It didn't work out for whatever the reasons were. Yeah. That chapter is now closed. And I wish you the very best in your future endeavors as well as your life. Mm. And at that point, it will always be when I be cordial with one
2: another. Got it. Got it. So she's not getting that that kind of energy where you know have the day that you deserve kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, that's a good one. That's a good one. Um,
0: I mean,
3: no, because that's a form of sarcasm. But, uh, you know, I like that you I like that you took that analogy. Uh, you know, so for you guys that don't know, that's, you know, in, in my job, you know, I tend to deal with the public. And sometimes, you know, people are not, as nope. always, People are people. Yeah. They're not pleasant. And of course, we're in New York City. So you know the types of different attitudes you deal with on the regular. So instead of, me, you know, getting out of character and not being professional <laughs> with people, I tend to, you know, like Kumar said, I use the analogy or the phrase, you know, I hope that you have the day that you deserve. And, you know, it's just simply me saying <laughs> in a sarcastic manner that you deserve to have a, you know, a band. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah.
1: Um, um, so wow. It, it just comes down to, okay, we're, we're not going to go back down that road, Absolutely. you know, and yeah, that's true. You may not like the person that she became and she may not like the person you became. Absolutely. You know, you, so you. it's good yeah, yeah. to just, I guess, move on and just start off right with someone else. So you Very can true. both have the enjoyment of learning each other. Absolutely. Right? Um, so
2: Before that, I think I want to add on to a point that you mentioned. You know, you said relationships are accepting, right? And it really resonated with me because it kind of helped me define my, my, again, M-E, sorry, M-Y the definition of you know let's say relationship and love right my idea and kind of funny how it came but it's, it's actual you know it's, it's, it's interesting my idea from love really came from watching an anime yes i do watch anime the end watch the anime with you you can get over you gotta it. get
1: on the anime train just saying
2: yes and at this point i don't care if you consider anime cartoon i know there's always a lot of debates i don't care i'm 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 of age where I do not care about that. If it's cartoon, so be it. If it's anime, so be it. It's good. Anyway, so my ideology of love really came from a show called um, Naruto, right? Yes, oh, everybody know Naruto. Yeah, 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 ninja, ninja run, crazy, um, open toe shoes. Sometimes they be walking through, no glass and all that. It's whatever. But the reason why I mention that is because, you know, there was a segment on the show where they was asking, you know, what does it mean to be a ninja? Because you know, the whole big charade and episode, I'm not going to get into it and ruin it for people who may go watch Naruto, Go watch Naruto, you know, they asked, you know, the character asked, what does it mean to be a ninja? Like, I don't know what it means. And, you know, a, a grand, you know, an OG in the series, so to speak, who, who was brought, you know, to live or brought back alive from the dead was said to be a, a, a shinobi or a ninja means to endure the good, the bad, everything that comes with being a shinobi for their homeland. And I really accepted that ideology in terms of relationship and love, because if you think about it in a romantic relationship, what do you do? You endure, right? You endure the heartache, you endure the, the, the tear felt moments, you enjoy, you endure the happy moments, you just endure, you're just enduring. And that helped me really to define my definition of love. Everybody has their own definition, as you should, but that helped me define my definition of love that. When you said that I was like, you know, we're it's funny, we never talked about this and and we're already on the same kind of wavelength. And you know, it's it's deeper than that, but you know, it's just amazing to see that like, you know, the ideologies are similar. That's why I see me and you always on the same page. Like it's really tough to derail both of us at the same time. Like we're always on the same page. But you know, but that's me and your relationship and my just my aberration for you know you being as we say in the military, a battle buddy, but we don't say battle buddy like that because it sounds weird. We just say battle so you know just thank you for that because you know it's just really like i resonated with that
3: so Except let me get this straight you're saying i'm a ninja <laughs>
2: <laughs> and,
3: I, and i'm enduring but no it's a caveat <laughs> off that i 100 agree but it reminds me of something my grandfather always told me since i was a young boy It's a caveat off enduring and what comes with love so it's you you like someone because mm-hmm. right but you love someone despite Mm. and when you love someone despite something you're enduring and yet at the same time
1: accepting who they are as a person All Right.
2: so just to add that to your man you know, okay, true, you, know whoop, whoop. you
1: know that's that's what we do yeah. and you know for us like we did turn back around down that road cuz we did break up a few times going through our relationship journey say what yes we did we broke oh, yeah. up several times actually yeah yeah, yeah. um because you know, we started off young, like you all know, and then we were still were very immature, even into our college days, very immature. And we needed a lot of growing to do. And like I've, I've said before, like, we were rough. We needed work. And for some <laughs> reason, though, for some reason, all roads kept leading back to tomorrow. You know, and all roads nah, kept you know, leading it's back funny. It's funny, um, we said rough.
2: Me... We said rough. You know what I thought about? What? Remember, what it we, we, we used to have some really intense arguments, like, yeah. like cats and dogs like it was just really bad yeah. it used to get so bad to the point where if we was out on the street arguing and you you walk past us you made the mistake to walk past us i'm gonna ask you for your perspective on the situation like yelling at you like yo my man i told her she was this will you do you believe that she was wrong and you would look at me like yo i don't even know you man like what are you doing yeah,
1: we used to yell at each other from across the street being so just unruly, so ghetto, like we were just all over the place, you know, such fire yep. like such fire
0: yep.
1: Um. but for some reason I don't know, the Lord kept bringing me back to Kamar and he kept, kept coming back to me and for some reason like we decided to just learn and just grow together
2: yeah, and awesome. transform
1: together and that's how we are here today, you know so who we were back in high school and college, we don't know him we don't know her they're completely different strangers like if i see that person again i walk right past them because i do not know that person because of how much the level of growth and change we went through and that's why i commend you for going through that yourself you know and sometimes you know even if it's an ex you may go back down that road depending on how they are now you may connect to that person now maybe you didn't connect to them before so i never want to say I'm out of it because, you know, oh, they're an ex. Because I didn't do that myself, so it's a little kind of for me. But anyone that chooses to not go back to an ex, that's your prerogative. That's your choice, mm-hmm. you know? So you got to do what works best for your life. I agree. And never use someone else's.
2: Yeah, it's never a cookie-cutter yeah. approach. You know? yeah, it's it's
1: cool. never, yeah, it's never black and white with this. And you got to go. what works best for you. I you agree. can't base off everything off of someone else's experience because, it may not be like that for how it is for us. It may not be like that for you, you know? So you got to choose what works best for you.
2: So so you're saying, and this, this podcast is really supposed to be about more more SEMO. Yeah, I couldn't do it. I, 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 so I had to say <laughs> it. Um, so you're saying that our old selves are kind of like Stranger Things, no pun intended, right?
1: Yeah. Okay. Just like his older self is Stranger Things. You didn't know that guy? It,
2: it, younger.
1: Is your, His younger self, sorry, you're still yeah. young his younger self (laughs) he don't know that guy (laughs) and honestly I wouldn't want to know that guy that's what I'm saying
3: like if if we had the ability to teleport back in time Mm -hmm. being the current person we are and I looked at my old self I don't even know what I would say I'm unrecognizable
0: Mm -hmm. exactly and
3: and to my mindset back then and the things that I thought of or my perception or how I viewed things it was so ignorant in the school yeah same here you know
2: well, well, uh, yeah. um I guess then my my next question to you, you know, kind of transitioning. Um you know, what really, you know, about being, you know, single, right? You've been single for almost a decade. Almost a decade. <laughs> Why
3: you say it like that? Like, I know, right? <laughs> you know, right. Why do you
2: say it like it's a bad thing? <laughs> nice. Man, because people done graduated high school and also college and potentially even got into grad school and they got they completed and you still single yeah
1: Kamara's being dramatic <laughs> he's being so dramatic
2: I am, I am I am but you know what has being single this whole amount of time really taught you but I know you kind of touched into it a little bit but specifically what has being single for you know five plus years six plus years seven plus years taught you about SEMO forget it SEMO only SEMO I'm not saying you're rich <laughs> That's, that's
3: fine. I'm used to you calling me that. Anyway. <laughs> but um, being single all this time has just taught me the value of myself. Mm-hmm. I always felt like when I was younger, to be pressionable for people, I had to put what they thought first. Mm. I had to put their feelings first. And what I'm starting to realize as I'm getting older, and of course, being as single as I am, is that it's okay to put you first. The reason mm-hmm. being for putting yourself first, you know, my grandmother always used to tell me, how can you expect to take care of someone else if you can't take care of yourself? Ooh, but you know, more bum. importantly, my grandfather always taught me that the relationship you have with yourself sets the tone for any other relationship in your life.
0: Oh. So oh.
3: if you don't know how to, bum. you know, if you don't know how to appreciate <laughs> and value yourself, how can then you treat others with that same respect that you lack within yourself? message and being single has taught me to have a greater appreciation for self understanding that i need to be more patient i need to be more open i need to be more understanding it's taught me the things that throughout the world seeing other relationships you know i may be able to say i like this about that relationship or this couple i like this about them or this couple i dislike something Mm -hmm. that they offer but it's like like we have in the military, we have our little toolbox and we're adding all these different tools to help us accomplish our mission. So right. it's the same thing for me on this journey of potentially having a relationship, you know, making myself the best version of me. Mm-hmm. You know, my, my mentor who passed away during COVID um, really shaped my thinking right. and had me understand that if you learn how to be by yourself and not be with anyone, then at the same time when you're in that relationship you're understanding that you're there because you want to be mm. not because you have to be. Right. And I feel like when you say to somebody, "Hey, I want you, but I don't need you." They get offended. Yeah. Because they look at it like, "Well, why don't you, you know, need me? I should I should make you happy?" Right. And I feel like you have to learn how to pour into yourself and that's what I've learned being single. Mm-hmm. If I could make myself happy, then in turn it doesn't matter whatever relationship i have with other people right because i'm you know i'm pouring into self right and then my mentor you know may he rest in peace Absolutely. the one thing that he yeah. always said to me is that what you're looking for has to be looking for you because that's the only way you'll ever find each other so keeping that in mind it's it's a process it's i don't have to rush mm-hmm. do all the things that i want to do for my life right. and what i see with young couples or even older couples, and it doesn't apply to everybody, but some couples is that you rush to be with someone off the idea of what love is or what a relationship is, that you don't sit back and figure out yourself what you like. Sometimes you need that space. And COVID actually, now that we're talking about it, did that for me. Mm. Where I took that step back and I figured out what, what is it that Simo like What is it that Simo dislikes? When I'm dealing with certain people with certain relationships, it helped me get out of that negative space
0: mm-hmm.
3: where when i figured out the things that i want now when i'm looking for a partner someone that i want to spend my life with i want to look for a partner that kind of not views life the way that i do but wants out of life what i want to okay. so that way you have that cohesion my man. so being single has mm-hmm. taught me you know that. and then of course i could have a greater appreciation for the person that i'm with.
2: man you 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 mm-hmm. hitting, it. You, hitting hit, it you
1: hit the nail on the head yes
2: there's one thing I, I, I caught with um, your, your message, your messages so far is, you know, you've had a lot of good people kind of pour into your life. Absolutely. And fortunately, unfortunately, you know, there's a lot of people in the world. And what I, what I see that happens a lot is, you know, there's a lot of people who's always talking, right? And what happens is with a lot of people talking, they always in your ear, depending on what your, your life goals are, or what you're trying to do. And they'll always give you advice most of the time unsolicited. Sometimes solicited, um, but it will give you a lot of advice. So what happens is you're always hearing a lot of things. But what I'm noticing with you is you heard a lot of you know, chatter chatter, da-da-da-da-da. But you've listened specifically to certain parties versus listening to everybody. So that is something that I think I wanted to hit on the head because everybody always has something to say. And sometimes people have ill will behind what, what they're telling Absolutely. you. Absolutely. <laughs> you Absolutely. know, I think we all, you know, everybody on on, on in, in this in this section right now can understand that. Everybody listening can understand that. So you really have to figure out who's for you, who's not for yeah, you. Yeah, that's
1: true. Um, and that's a battle you have to go through because it oh, can yeah. really either make your life amazing or really be detrimental mm-hmm. based on the information that you receive and how you process it. And also it can be detrimental if you gave if you're given good advice, like what SEMO was given, and then you don't use it. And then he's the same person that he was <laughs> back in high school. Then it's like, okay, that's why even though people are exposed to good information, it doesn't mean that they're going to apply it. They have to take that personal responsibility to apply it and know that, okay, I got to work on me. I got to start loving myself. I got to be the best version of me possible, you know, and know that the person out there is looking for me don't feel like you got to rush into everything that looks kind of pretty, like, no, take your time, you know, and don't feel subjective, because all your friends are getting married, everybody's in a relationship, everybody's getting pregnant, like, like, through COVID, everybody was popping out with baby showers, and I was like, damn, yeah, what's up with my uterus, I need a baby, too, oh, but, <laughs> oh, oh, me.
2: Well, that
1: was think... through my mind, but I said, you know what, I want to, I'm not going to feel pressured to do it, I want to Wait till I'm ready to do it. Yes, you know man. what I mean. And Kamar's ready to do it, <laughs> but I because mean, of just killing that noise that's around you and just focus on what your values and what's important to you, and that's what you did. Yeah, well, I think I think what you're trying to say, and it definitely applies to me, is the aspect
3: of realizing that throughout life, everyone has a different timing of things. So my success is not your success. True. Your success is not my success. True. And just because I may attain something later in life, doesn't mean that. I'm not as successful as my counterparts of the people that I know.
0: Yes.
1: Exactly,
3: yeah. Going back to what you were saying as far as the advice that I was given, like Kamar was saying, you're given a multitude of different advice throughout your life.
2: It's like a headache.
3: And it is. (laughs) But sometimes what I had to understand and I learned it from a young age is, you have great advice, you have bad advice, but you have to, with all the advice you're taking, there's a saying that you... I'm trying to remember exactly you know, what it is that my grandfather used to say. It was always a saying that he used to tell me. A saying is a saying for a reason. Mm. So applying that to the advice that I'm given, I could take it all, but I have to pick the advice and that, that applies to right. me. That's going to make me a better person. Right. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, you know, with Deani saying how you can't just rush into something because everybody else is doing it, I took it from the standpoint of my grandfather always said, you have eye candy and you have soul food. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, when you're, when, you're, when you're in the street, right, there's a lot of eye candy. And that's great. It catches your attention, but that doesn't mean it's good for your soul. You know what I mean? Dang, you, you didn't have to hit you him so on hard. I might, might have to get grandfather on this. Repeat, absolutely, absolutely.
1: repeat that for the people. Speak that again. Repeat that
3: for me. You have eye candy and you have soul food, but just because something catches your eye, it doesn't mean that it's good for your soul.
1: Which Ooh. then
3: translates into something else, he told me. Always be of careful of the company you keep true because even salt looks like sugar
2: oh man we got a great grandpa on here <laughs> yeah grandpa grandpa,
1: grandpa needs to pull up <laughs> seriously
2: oh, wait, how long is your grandfather married to the best of your knowledge my
3: grandfather has been married i want to say going on 45
0: years what yeah, 45
3: so he's married years. and
2: all of us is alive wow amazing that, that's longevity years. so it's we might beautiful we, we might have to schedule them, we might have to schedule them. 45, 45 i don't know how they did it <laughs> I, don't, I don't know
3: how they did it but i think that they understood perseverance you know one of the things that you and i have discussed as as brothers is that it's you and your partner working together mm-hmm. to tackle the problem it's yes. not your partner versus you
0: yes. in terms
3: of having issues Yes. And I feel like a lot of people, you know, nowadays they want that world series type of love, but they don't <laughs> want to go to bat for it.
2: Good analogy. You know what I mean? Good analogy. And I think that
3: that's what my grandmother and my grandfather did. Nice. Mm-hmm. Nice. You know, that's how they were able to survive 45 years of marriage.
2: And they're still going. So amazing. So amazing. I love it. You know, so amazing. you also said, you know, kind of like just in, in being able to embrace and love yourself. Um, I don't even have to ask anybody here, but because I know we can do it with no problem and we've already done it with no problem. You know, you have to get to the point of loving yourself, where you can go to not maybe like so much of a social gathering, but maybe like you know a public place on your own and be by yourself. For instance, um, going to a restaurant or going to a movie theaters like on your own, like being that secure and able to love yourself, where I don't need somebody here with me in order to enjoy whatever's going on. I am good by myself to listen to watch or to eat on my own Correct. yeah maybe somebody may call or text me or so but i'm good enough on my own and i know we've already we've all done that here so i'm not gonna ask oh when did you do it but i just wanted to piggyback off of that because that self-love is so important where if you leave it unattended you lose yourself that's you, what it is you lose yourself you end up like i got a spongebob reference you end up like spongebob the time where you know him and Sandy was working out so crazy, and it was almost hibernation time. So she was going crazy, and and SpongeBob became liquid. So he was like, you know, he just he's there, and then <laughs> that, that's what yeah. he looked like, and that's what it would be if your self-love doesn't take over. Because and now I'm gonna get a little bit into the mind, but not too deep, Go because the it. mind is 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 an enigma. Like the mind does what you tell it to do. Absolutely. So what you tell your subconscious, your subconscious is gonna tell your conscious, and then boom, that's what happens. That's
3: how we're programmed as human
2: beings. be. Yeah. Honestly, I'm not gonna go in because this, this is this is this is yeah. your segment. I mean, just to just
3: to caveat <laughs> off of that, and to, to, to touch base on that, you know, since it's my segment, as you're saying, <laughs> <laughs> um, is the fact that yeah, self love is very important, but more importantly, you lose your sense of identity if you're always pouring into oof, other people. Oof. You know what I mean? And that and you Message. can't you can't do that in a relationship. You have to understand, and this is what I've learned. Throughout, I don't want to say failed relationships, mm-hmm. but I want to say through learning relationships that didn't work. You know, yeah. I don't ever look at life as a loss. I always look at it as a lesson. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, what I've learned is when you're in a relationship, you're still an individual first. And what people, and not all people, but I would say most people don't understand is you lose yourself in a relationship. Mm. And it tends to, and there's a few books that I've read on it where you tend to do things because you feel like you need to as opposed to wanting to. Right. You do things because you're scared. You're like, this, I'm with this person. I have to do everything to make this person happy. And that's mm-hmm. not true. Yeah. And you sacrifice your happiness to make another person happy. Mm-hmm. So it's like, do we, from a book that I read, if you don't mind me. You know, so there was two books that I read. First one is called The Four Agreements by mm-hmm. Don Miguel Ruiz jr and then the the second book that i read by him was called the mastery of love
0: Mm. and it's
3: not love in the aspect of romance it's it's love and relationships in the aspect of everyday life friends relationships parents acquaintances Mm. and in that book the mastery of love what he says is when you live in love it means that you live selflessly you do things because you want to not because you have to And when you feel like you do things because you have to do it, you live in fear, right? And the reference that he gives is the reference of people limit their love, and they go, I will give you this kind of like a trade, I will give you this, if you do this. Mm. And that's, that's selfless. That's not that's that's very, very selfish, right? And what it does is it cripples you, because you look at it, like, If I want to be this way and my partner doesn't like it, I essentially have to change who I am to make them happy. And in doing that, I lose lose my sense of identity because now I'm not doing the things that I want to make them happy. And they're all happy and I'm miserable. And I feel like that's what a lot of people in relationships do nowadays. Mm. And he also discusses in the book that you need to allow your partner to be who they are. It's not about control. It's what he says. It's partnership. It's not ownership. Mm -hmm. And then that ties into his other book, The Four Agreements. And if you don't mind me sharing it, the first agreement is speak positivity. In a world full of negativity, people always giving you unsolicited information, things (laughs) that you don't care for. Always be positive because you already live in a world full of negativity. It's easy to be
2: negative, then it's easier to be positive. Absolutely.
3: So (laughs) first things first, always speak positivity, positive affirmation. What you believe, what you put out there in the universe is going to come back to you. Secondly, do not take things personally. Mm-hmm. That is the hardest thing for people to do, Very. especially in relationships. Your significant other comes home. They may have had a bad day. You go, hey, babe, you know, how was your day? Did you have a good day? And they turn around and flip on you. But not because it was your fault, but because the they day. just simply had a bad day. Yeah. So they turn on you and they go, oh, what was so good about it? I had a bad day and this is why. And then you take it personally, like, all I did was ask you a question. What did I do? You know what I mean? And then he says in the book, it's like you're throwing poison at each other,
0: Mm. you know, when you don't
3: have to. And as that person that asks their significant other, hey, you know, how was your day? And you get that negativity from them. All you have to do is kind of like separate yourself. Okay, I wasn't the cause of the root of why they had a bad day. Something else was. So let me take that step back. Let me sit there and say, you know what? I'm sorry you had a bad day. I'll give you that space to collect yourself. The third agreement that he says is do your best. You have to do your best. You know, if you're not doing your best and you're worried about everybody else, you're measuring yourself to other people's success. You can't do that. You have to do your best. And as long as you're doing your best, you'll be successful. Right. Which then presents the last agreement, which is never assume. You can never assume the thing that you don't especially in a relationship, and that's where communication comes into play. So through reading these books, and then everything that I went through on a personal level in terms of being single, it's brought a lot of growth to me. And I've seen that in the past, I was involved in relationships, where I was around relationships that were very toxic in the right. way that things were handled. And so I had to break that cycle and build my confidence in terms of self-love. Because being single, like when I said to you before, what's so wrong with being single? Mm-hmm. I said that because if you could master being single and pouring into yourself, when you then get into a relationship, you never lose your sense of your identity.
2: Mastery of self. Correct. Yes. And that's
3: funny you say that because that's the name of another book. Is-
2: I mean, we <laughs> can go in, you know, we can go in on levels of, you know, numbers of books. I mean, you know, fortunately, you know, we're doing this recording here in in our in our place so you see my 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 library over there yeah i might,
0: <laughs> I might have
3: to borrow a few books <laughs> yes it's not it's
2: not like one or two books where yeah, you're we're more very, than
3: welcome to <laughs> we're very big
2: advocate of of books and just avid readers just because the mind the brain is a muscle and you have to constantly work it out so you know i want to transition um to my next question but one thing i just want to clear up because you mentioned you know couples young and old i hope I hope, and I hope that when you said young couples and old couples, that we, me and Diane was not categorized in the old couple absolutely, category.
1: Absolutely not. Absolutely thank not. you, thank absolutely. you. Just, to, I, just to clarify, just to clarify. Just, absolutely, yeah. absolutely not. Because closure
2: is everything, man. Yeah, I needed my closure
1: because we don't want to assume, like you oh, said. I, <laughs> like that. I like that. I like that. Absolutely. No, no, no. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so, thank you for that. So, okay. So now, Timo, like. Do you feel like you're more, now that you went through this whole transition and still going through it, right? Mm-hmm. Do you feel like you're more open to relationships now?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, that's, a, that's a
3: good question. I mean, all of them have been good questions. But it's really making me think and reflect on everything that I've gone through in my life. So to answer your question, yes, I am open to a relationship.
2: All right, so can I give the people him your number?
3: Yeah, go ahead,
1: go for it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're gonna drop his number in the bio, so you can hit him up. You know,
2: listen, he's a military man, so that means he knows what it means to be disciplined. I'm yes. <laughs> All right, you know, he's
0: a full
3: selling, package. He's, he's, he's a full package. You know, he's selling me. He's <laughs> selling, selling me like a product, mm-hmm. but you know, it's worth the investment. <laughs> <laughs> Tell him. Put so some. So that respect. ROI, yes. that ROI is good. Man. And if you don't, don't know what that means, it means return on investment. Yes. ROI. Mm
0: -hmm. but um no
3: absolutely you know all jokes aside i definitely feel like i'm open to a relationship but it's not dire it's not something that i feel like as it comes yeah take it take it for what it is absolutely you know and like i said what
1: i'm looking for has to be looking for me
3: Mm. and that's how i find it but you'll never know until you're out there exploring the world
1: yeah you have to keep your heart open to receive whoever is looking for you but it's
2: more of a natural thing for you it's more natural I, mean,
3: I go off energy. Energy mm-hmm. is a is a real thing. You know, if you're around someone and their aura is great, it's positive, you'll be more susceptible to wanting to open up to them. Yes. But if you feel like and I'm a very direct person, if I feel like it's small talk, I feel like if I feel like there's no connection, I'm not gonna waste my time.
1: <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just not gonna
3: do that to myself because it's like I'm wasting your time, you're wasting my time, it's really not going anywhere. Yeah, and time is precious. Absolutely. Yeah. And you said yeah. I remember so. You do three things with time. <laughs> so,
2: so, so,
3: so what are those three things again? No, no, you what, tell what, me. You tell me. You tell me.
2: Again? You could either spend, spend it, waste it, or invest it. Exactly. So what you're saying is this chat right now is an investment. Oh, absolutely. Oh man, you. when you're thank spending it,
3: thank when you're spending quality time with love and family, it's it's inspirational. Oh man, and thank you. Stop making you know, us tear up, man. You know. Oh man, chill, I, read, chill. <laughs> I,
0: read,
3: I read somewhere, you know, that the highest human act is to inspire. Yeah. So when I feel like I'm around you two I definitely feel the inspiration. But I will say through your marriage, you give me something to look forward to for my future. Oh boy.
1: You know I I have to put that out there. I mean, you you know what? Too. You know we you didn't we, have
2: to. we got we got to tell the people he's only being so nice and descriptive because <laughs> we fed him. We fed him very well. Yeah. Now they both it, can cook, but that's
3: not that's not the reason why. I mean, how many people honestly in this generation can you sit there and say that they were high school sweethearts? Let's be honest here.
2: No, no, dramatic pause. All right.
3: <laughs> but, yeah. but all jokes aside, like how, how many people can you really sit there and say that? To go from that adolescent age of not really knowing nothing about a relationship and growing together through
2: thinking. Yeah. So that's
3: something to really, you know, pat yourselves on the back and really say, hey, we made it. We're here. Yeah. And for single guys like myself or single women, that's something to look forward
1: to and be like, no, I want
2: Good. Yeah, yeah.
1: But your version of what makes you happy. Oh, absolutely. yes. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so you know we're gonna start to 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 bring this down to um a closing, uh, but you know the next thing we wanna ask is you know this item here. Well, I'll let Danny ask.
1: So what is the non-negotiable rule or item for your next relationship?
2: Yeah, yeah. Good mm, one. Good mm. one.
1: This this is a good
3: Non-negotiable item or or what rule?
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's just the standard that you has to be one.
3: Um, we got time for you. I mean, I, I put it like this I think that there's a certain level of respect that you have to have in a relationship, mm-hmm. but I feel like for me, something that I will absolutely not stand for is dishonesty.
0: Mm. And the reason
3: why I say that is because without transparency, without honesty, without that loyalty, it's like, what do you really have with that person? So I would have to say the biggest thing for me is dishonesty okay. because. I find when someone lies to you, you break that bondage and that trust that you have. And without that, you have absolutely nothing. Very true. So, for me, when someone says to you, Oh, I lied to you because I didn't know how to tell you the truth, it's like, No, you were selfish. You thought about yourself. You were worried about me walking away from the situation. So, you made the decision for me and you lacked the respect. That i deserve as far as telling me the truth where you left me to make the decision wow so for me i would say it's the dishonesty I, I, wow wow that, that's that's just how I look at person.
2: you know you know you know where you can insert the line of leo whose man's this actually yeah that's my home because wow
1: yeah, we appreciate your answer yeah
2: man yeah. very 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 good man good stuff i mean I, dishonesty i mean well, that's all that we want, honesty, right? right? At the end of the day, you know, you just want true transparency, even though it's sometimes not as easy to mention. Like, you know, yes, I did. You know, I done. You know, messed up, but at least that honesty, it, it's more respectable. So, I guess to, to to you know the last kind of questions that we're gonna ask is, and I think you'll have a really good answer for this. You know, me knowing you for so long a oh time. Boy. Oh boy! Oh boy! Have you seen healthy relationships growing up? Or a good example of what it should look like to you?
3: My honest opinion mm-hmm. and my honest answer no. Yeah. And the reason why I say no is because when I was growing up, I was raised around a lot of relationships where I saw people just say, stay, excuse me, for the sake of just being together because maybe they had children or because oh. they were settled. And,
0: and for me,
3: it was the aspect of negative relationships that really gave me that insight to the things that I didn't want. Yeah. And when I looked at those relationships, it taught me that why am I going to subject myself to that? So my stance on relationships has to do with, I don't want to waste my time. Just like, I don't want to waste the next person. I don't want to change you, and I ask that you don't change me. I'm going to let you be you, and I ask that you let me be me, but let's have this mutual respect. Very true. And I don't want to change you. But I think that the biggest thing for me is taking what I learned from from a young adolescent and applying it to my daily life today. It's helped me and shaped me to be the person that I am today. Quality relationships are hard to come by. I mean, you see... Relationships where you're like, hey, I like that aspect of keyword, their relationship. Yeah. But their relationship is not my relationship. And what works for that next couple may not necessarily work for me. Right. I can sit there and say, I want what they have, but I'm not in that relationship. So I don't really know what it is that they truly go through behind closed doors, if you will. Right. So I might perception want what they have right. without really knowing what it is that they. So, I think for me, I want what I want and what makes me happy. Um, wow.
2: Um,
0: <laughs>
2: you know, you know, you know the term, you know, at a loss for words. I, I felt that. I felt yeah, that. I was like, yo, definitely. what do I say? How, how, how do I respond? How do I respond? Like, just, just and, and record it now, right? <laughs> you know, he dropped the mic. Um, wow. This is Seymour. This is yeah. I thought I
3: knew him
0: clearly i don't it's, it's, yeah. it's i feel like
3: i feel like like the Jap- is a japanese proverb okay you have three different personalities mm-hmm. the one that you show the whole uh, world the one that you show your close family and friends and then the one that you keep to yourself true so i feel like it depends on the spectrum of the level of the relationship true. in which you're willing to share your most intimate side true to be interpersonal true yeah. And I feel like that's what relationships are essentially all about. And and deal breakers. You know, you gotta be completely, like I said, transparent from the very beginning. And you have to put out there what you're willing to accept and deal with versus what you're not. And mm-hmm. yeah. I don't ever feel like you should sacrifice the thought of I don't want to lose you as your reason for staying. Sometimes love, as much as we don't want to admit it to ourselves,
0: is blind. Love love is blind. And don't take over
2: your mind. Absolutely.
3: <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, yeah, so, but but Love sometimes isn't enough to keep yourself in a relationship with somebody. Yeah. Sometimes you have to accept that there's that mutual respect. We'll always have love for each other, but it's okay. We just don't want
1: Yeah. Sometimes yeah. you gotta choose yourself and protect
3: your peace. Yeah. And it goes back to the number one thing we were talking about. Self-love, self-I
2: mean, you know, you already kind of answered my, my final question for you. I was just gonna ask, Go ahead, what's... ask it anyway. Ask no, it anyway. no, it's a sense. I was just gonna oh, say okay. I have a different answer. What's Yeah. Right. <laughs> What's like, you know, as we bring this to a close, because I want to end with something that me and you spent like hours deciphering. Oh, uh,
3: but... um, I honestly forgot.
2: I got it. I, oh, I got it. But what would you say, you know, for another single person, you know, as they, you know, maybe are in different phases, right. You know, maybe just broke up um, maybe, you know, been separated for some time or kind of in like, let's say the growth phase, you know, what's, a, you know, one lasting, I guess, piece of advice you can give them in a part of any stages that can help them, you know, get to the next step, you know, towards, you know, accepting or a relationship. So I know it's kind of a weird question because it's kind of like, how do you prepare for the next relationship, so to speak, because you're already in the preparation. I think you're kind of like in the butterfly phase. I don't even think you're a Christmas. Summer. I think you're a butterfly, but right. you just, you know, out in the rainforest, just watching out because, you know, it's crazy.
1: Yeah waiting to flap your wings <laughs>
2: i would i would say if you're getting out of a relationship and you want to
3: prepare yourself or be open to when you're ready another relationship if that was a question reconnect with yourself mm. and the reason why i say that is that master yourself again
0: some, oh, man. Something along oh man but i would say
3: it, it, it's something that i learned uh when i was on covid you know everything was shut down and that really truly showed you uh the value of the relationship that you really have and who is dependable? Who is not dependable? And who was really there for you during that tough time? So, when real situations exposed fake things, for me, it was like if you had just gotten out of a relationship because you couldn't see your significant other, reconnecting with yourself and your mental health after that relationship is imperative mm. because you have to understand that just like the news cycles, always changing, right. you as a person are always changing, right. You're always adapting. So. You have to look at, okay, why did this relationship not work? You know, what did my partner do that I didn't like? What did I do that my partner didn't? And you're kind of getting that closure within self once you get it from your partner. And you sit back and you reflect on life and go, okay, this is the aspect of myself that perhaps I need to change or not change. You have to rediscover yourself, the things that make you happy, the things that make you unhappy. And kind of formulate a mental list of this is who I am. And I expect to be accepted this way. I don't want to change it about myself. And when you're moving forward, understand that there's nothing wrong with you. Mm-hmm. You're, you're made for someone. It just not, it may not be every person that you run into. Right. But rediscover yourself. Travel the world. Learn a new language. Read a book. Uh, seek, you know, if you have to go to a therapist and get your mental health right. But more Talk importantly, fix whatever issues that you haven't gotten past. Because I feel like past traumas are the biggest reasons why relationships are not successful. Because you're bringing Message. something from your past the truth. into your present and you're never outgrowing. Mm. So when you're single, that's kind of like your phase to figure yourself out, mm. your growth, your process, to, to make the necessary, as we say in the military, adjusting fire. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> to get on target. Yeah. And by yeah. doing so.
2: In order to Charlie Mike. They don't
3: know what
2: that means <laughs> continue mission
3: and that's in right. and that's, and that's, and that's, and essence excuse me that's what you're doing yes so for me i would tell anybody that if you got man or woman if you just got out of something you're trying to figure out what your next step is rediscover yourself
2: i'm gonna leave that answer as is we're gonna we're gonna, we're gonna, yeah. we're gonna leave that as is that that's sufficient enough for everybody in different categories so
1: put together so eloquently man. yeah Appreciate
2: it. now the way i'm gonna end this is a little different okay. um you know me and Seymour had a night where we was listening to you know a very inspirational audio uh, and you know we heard from a gentleman you know his name was bill and you know he was going through like mindset of mindset and thought process and also speech pattern it is a tongue and twister it's a tongue twister so we wrote it down <laughs> but it took, me him, up. <laughs> yeah, it took me and him you know like I, I like 2 hours to really like get it down Re- rewind 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 play rewind rewind so essentially in order to the power of the spoken word, uh, because this kind of comes down to even relationships too, you know, speak what you want. You know, you don't speak, I want a relationship tomorrow, but you know, you speak, I want the next relationship I get into to be a long, everlasting relationship that's full of fruitfulness, of happiness and joy for both of us. You speak that into existence, but not cheap talk. Like, oh yeah, I'm going to have that. Like you speak that with, with conviction and, and, and passion. Now I'm getting into affirmations, but You know, only because we wholeheartedly believe in that. And I know that's why me and Danny relationships drive so much. But his exact quote, and I'm not going to let Simo say it. I'll say it. Yeah, 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 yeah.
3: yeah. You're the host,
2: (laughs) You know, basically, you know, it it went like this. You never say what you don't want because you don't want what you don't want. You want what you do want, which is what you don't have. You don't want what you do have because what you do, what you want, you don't have, which is what you do want. So never say what you don't want that you do have. Say what you don't have that you do want. I hope you got that because I got tongue twisted saying it myself. <laughs>
1: that's a bomb um, right there. But
2: literally in essence is, you know, speak what you want and don't speak what you don't want. Yeah. Long story short. Yeah. Long story Always
1: point positive into your life. And when you put that positive out, that's what you will attract yes. from the universe. Yes. So never say, I don't like the relationship I am in no if you actually don't like it um remove yourself exit you
0: know don't
1: don't don't be the dog in the nail where the nail is sitting on the nail falling off for help and not getting up and moving Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. so change your position if you're not happy right and if you if you feel like you want to be you want to work on that relationship then bring it to that person and let them know your issues and your challenges so you guys can work it out together if that's what you're willing to do mm-hmm. but don't feel like you need to be stuck in one position only right you know because you choose your happiness yeah you absolutely. you control your thoughts you so, have to speak it and then your mind processes it so if yeah. you keep putting out negative hey you notice a lot of negative attracting you because you've been speaking and you say you had a bad day then you definitely had a bad day and you missed the good points of your day that you did have yeah so, so always speaking positive
2: very important i mean we can keep going with this. We but, can keep going with this. But
3: having an odd off of that, okay, and continuing is, and I'm going to end it and I'm not going to say any more. <laughs> it also, be aware of also the way that you treat people because karma, that is a real thing. Yes. So if you're treating people wrong, don't expect fruition. Don't expect the fruits of your labor to occur or happen the way that you want it to because what you put in is what you're essentially getting. out.:
2: True. Very true. Very true. So, you know, very true. Richard or SEMO, what I call you, SEMO. I got too many names. S- sergeant. Oh,
3: man, we got to put that out there? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I
2: didn't put, I didn't say which sergeant. So that could be, oh. that could be sergeant. That could be a staff sergeant, sergeant, sergeant first class. It, it could be anything, you know, yeah, Master sergeant. mass sergeant, you know, first sergeant, sergeant major, nah. step on my grass, right? <laughs> That's the inside joke for everybody who's in the military. Y'all know that. But, <laughs> So I just want to thank you for, for taking the time to, you know, be being blessed and coming to our house and blessing, you know, just this podcast with, you know, your wisdom yeah, as a really single man. You. We definitely appreciate you. Obviously our relationship runs deep. Um, you know, is just so much I could say about that, but we're going to bring this plane in for Atlanta. So again, thank you. Thank you for coming out and, and enjoying, you know, this, this podcast with us, you know, and just thank you again for being a guest host. You know, we're just going to wind it down and, yes, and kind so- of kill it.
1: Thank you again, Mr. Richard Simo. Ah, yeah. Yes. So for everyone out there, wherever you are in the world, you know, good day. Great day. Um, great day. Great evening. Great night. And throughout everything, stay blessed.
2: Yes. Please always stay blessed. Think positive. Speak positive. Do positive. And, you know, like it was mentioned, you know, what you put out, you will get. Um, I know that kind of goes against a lot of people believe or don't believe it, but, you know, all it is so we're gonna call it a night so be well